Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Colorado Little League State Championship is being played this week. Tom, I'm standing here with the little sluggers and some of their parents, and I can't tell you how excited they are. This is the Hot Corner. Little Stan March is the pitcher for the South Park Little League team. Mr. March, you must be very proud of your son. They've worked really hard to get here, Chris, and, you know, I don't like to really trash talk, but I don't think Denver has a chance. With Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher. Oh, well, I'm sure some of the Denver kids' parents would disagree with you. And- oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! South Park is going down! There ain't no way some little mountain kids can beat Denver. Not with my son on second base. On the Odyssey app. Oh, it looks like we got some parental trash talking going on here. Mr. Marsh, any comment? Well, I think that there's a... Uh... Mr. Marsh? Who wants to hear from a Mr. Marsh? I am the ultimate Little League trash talking father. I am the Bat Dad. Bat Dad knows no fear. And 1080. Bat Dad knows no pain. I want you, Marsh. I want you. The fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 10thefan.com or swing over to the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And I mean wherever. It might rhyme with Miami Heatified. Or if need be. A Snapple podcast. <laughs> Uh, That's a good one. I'm not going to lie. I really love this Heat team, and I hope they win this series, and I hope they win a title. <sighs> yeah, they are They are pretty cute. <laughs> I've, I've been saying it since the first round against Milwaukee. Uh, buckets cannot be stopped. I know the odds are different now, but today they were plus 1285 to win that the fitty title. On it. Should have and, thrown that fitty Yeah, on nobody it. else was, I think, above two, plus two or 300. And we got fair or foul at the bottom of the hour, so make sure you stick around. Kind of keeping the uh, tradition of tonight's show going and cheating. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Uh, the flip side is... is how dumb you can be to actually get caught cheating. A few weeks ago, Max Scherzer uh, was tossed from a game. The umpires declared that he had a foreign substance that could not have been sweat and rosin, and he lamented about it and argued for himself at length and was eventually still given a 10-game suspension. Now, baseball is working really hard on cracking down on this. Similar to the sign-stealing, cheating sort of aspect, if you get caught or if you get cheated on, this is your fault. Domingo Herman, starting pitcher for the New York Yankees, uh, he gets tossed the other day <clears throat> for having an illegal substance on his hand, and I believe the umpire said something to this length of, there is no way 
that was on what was on his hands was rosin and sweat. And there were video of Herman in the dugout with clearly some kind of black tar-like Pine residue tar. on his pants. Pine tar! Right on the side where his hand is right below the pocket. Black tar heroin. <laughs> That would be awesome. No, they they got pine tar sticks and goop in the dugout. They got they got that on top of rosin. So and and Herman hasn't really said anything. He's just going to take it. He got a fine and ten game suspension, which leads me to believe, like guys, are we going to get past this? Are are we are we still going to find ways? Because sign stealing, okay, sign stealing is always going to be around, no matter what happens. Even if you start Morse code with eye blinkings, people are going to learn it and they're going to figure it out. But this sticky stuff on your hands, there are so many cameras, and people are looking around so much. Like, you remember uh, uh, Pineda a few years ago when he clearly, I know his skin is dark, but clearly there's a black streak on his neck. Yeah, and the ump just touches his neck, looks at it, and goes, you gone. Pine and tar. that's before the new rule. So I sit here and wonder, like, there's these two sides of cheating, like, when are we going to get past one and when are we going to get better at the other? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, there is a fine line. The dude, yeah. Like Jordan said, he was straight up using pine tar for God's <laughs> sakes. I mean, like that, that is not acceptable. It's obvious. I, I don't know what color, uh, like spider tack is the sticky tack stuff. Spider tack. I don't know what color it is, it's a little but more that's like clearly something. It's to, a dark yellow hue. To quote, uh, I mean, that looks like you just scraped out your piece and you've like molded it together to try to get that last hit. Cause payday's tomorrow. Or a fresh bowl of pine tar that they just opened in the dugout. Uh, crew chief James Hoy told the media after the game that, uh, German's hand was the quote stickiest I've ever felt. End quote. Ever. Ever. And ever felt. Anything it, wrong at home, buddy? Uh I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know how old James Hoy is, but I'm sure he grew up in the golden age of Playboy. So I mean <laughs> hey, he should be all right, bud. I don't know. <laughs> should be the stickiest maybe, ever. Yeah, maybe I don't know if it is the stickiest ever. But... No, I I did see this was um Gosh, maybe a week after the uh, Max Scherzer suspension went down for the substance, which essentially what he claimed was rubbing alcohol and rosin. He right. tried to wash his hand off with rubbing alcohol, but I think it was, gosh, either David Cohn or Al Leiter, whichever one is doing a broadcasting for the Mets right now, came out on Twitter, and it was a great like minute-long Twitter video of him explaining, hey. Cohn does ESPN, so it must have been lighter. It must have been lighter, and so essentially Leiter sat there and put some rosin on his hand, then he washed it off with rubbing alcohol right in front of you, and he's like, hey, this is a sticky substance. Mm -hmm. This is too sticky. And so it sounds like these guys are still trying to find ways, despite, you know, Max Scherzer can sit there and bitch all he wants, like, this is just rosin. This is just rosin and sweat. And it's like, yeah, bro, but you're using the alcohol to, quote-unquote, wash it off, and you know that it's stickier, and you're sitting there saying, these are legal items. These are legal items, essentially, is what you're trying to yell. I think what a lot of it boils down to is I think when Houston and Boston and New York get caught, I think there are still a lot of avenues you can walk down to continue to cheat to get that result. The flip side, I think when you're a pitcher using a foreign substance, I think there are a lot less avenues you can go down to get away with it. Because I tend to believe Max Scherzer. 
I don't think Scherzer needs to cheat. Even if he even if he's old and he gives up runs and he's not good anymore. Watching his entire career, it just doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that needs that. No. But what you can get away with, if he is in fact telling the truth, he got tossed in a 10-game suspension for quote-unquote not breaking any rules. So where sign stealing, the door is still wide open. I don't blame you for still finding ways. It's the pitching and the cheating that I don't understand why you're still trying. Well, and that's what I say is like, man, I, I got a crazy idea here. Just hear me out. How about all pitchers? They aren't allowed to use anything. No like, more rosin. Yeah. Well, the argument you're going to get is player safety. I don't care. Is you're going to bean guys and stuff like that. Rosin care. on the mound only. I don't care. That would stop a lot of this right now. The rosin bag on is. the mound. It's yeah, just rosin it. on the mound. No, 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 no. It's a rosin in the dugout, too. That's what oh, I, I see. That's kind of what. Because the, the, the rubbing alcohol and then you touch the rosin yeah. again. And, and when Scherzer comes out and is he saying, my hand is clean, but it's still being felt as sticky by the umpire. It's obvious these guys are putting something on. What they're saying it is, is rosin in the dugout. Uh, who knows? And what really concerns me, and I'd be interested to hear your guys' take on this, are they still just trying to get a good grip on the baseball, or are they trying to affect this spin? Because obviously grip for a pitcher is important, and if you're thrown off of your routine and you're told, hey, you can't use anything anymore, it's going to mess with you. And maybe Herman just can't not use anything. I mean, I'm sure it's both, I would assume, right? Like, to control spin um, and better grip. But, again, I just feel like... As much as I love that it's given us a segment here to talk about <clears throat> and given us drama and games, especially in that Blue Jays uh, Yankee series too, but mm-hmm. big series, yeah, exactly. But then again, it's like you eliminate all of this by eliminating any substance being used, right? Like you know, exactly. Put the rosin bag on the mound, and that is the only thing that you can use, mm-hmm. and that is obviously in plain, clear sight when a player uses that. Debate over. Yeah, and with the amount of cameras around you, like if you've got something hidden, you know, in your pants or hidden under your jersey, well, there's so many cameras on you. If you have some sandpaper, say, in your back pocket, you can probably <laughs> conceal that pretty easily. If you've got a nail file in your uh, yeah. in your long sleeve t-shirt and it I don't flies think that, out when I you don't go, what? The Acro couldn't even do that in the 70s, man. I don't think there's any precedent for that. Wait, what? I don't know. I just, I, I think it's odd that we sit here and, and we have spent the better part of 45 minutes talking about cheating in baseball (laughs) again. And it's not even steroids. Like, don't get me started on that. Like, that's a whole different conversation because that's like science. This this is the same cheating that's been going on for 60, 70, 100 years. Do we then go 45 minutes on the psychology of baseball and, like... Why I have magnets around my neck? (laughs) Well, it's just like... It's Why such a I undo hard and redo game. my gloves for 10 right, seconds. Right. It's such a hard game that when a team, I guess, or a player is outperforming others, it's just like it's no there's no way. Yeah. There's no way he can be and it's like obviously you fail 2 thirds of the time for your entire career and you're in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Exactly. So it's just like Sorry that Aaron Judge is mashing more homers and he's oh by the way what like six six two seventy <laughs> he's a tight end out there dude like and then obviously in the Ramon case yeah he was cheating got caught and re- he's reprimanded for it boom the system worked but I feel like all it's a lot easier to, to deal with this if just there's nothing and then you're not having to do the end of inning checks anymore honestly right I mean it, I mean it's the truth it's probably something that would clean up the game. 
Uh, but again, like I always say, nobody hates baseball more than Major League Baseball. So we'll <laughs> see. We'll see. I mean, it, it's working for Herman. Is it working for sign stealing? Maybe not. But is that really something that needs attention? We'll see. We'll let the future dictate that. When we come back, let's slide to more on the field stuff. Somebody got injured. And uh, this is a key player for this team who's got World Series aspirations. Is this a, I don't want to say nail, how big of a shot is this? We'll get to that next. Joe Fisher, Patrick Harris, Jordan Schultz on the ones and twos. The Hot Corner, Danae the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Everybody's favorite fair or foul coming up here in about 15 minutes. But moving to some on-the-field situations that probably got a couple teams worried. A couple injuries have come down the path as we start to get closer to June and we really start to see where teams kind of sit. Joe was telling me in the break, Pirates are kind of starting to regress uh, but there's some other teams that are kind of holding tight. So maybe you kind of say, oh, maybe this team is for real. Paging Baltimore Orioles. But there's a couple injuries that have come down today that some guys are going to miss some significant time. And I'm curious, you know, where you where you stand on this. And I'll start with kind of the easy. I'll start with the layup. And that's Manny Machado in San Diego. He has a fractured hand after he got hit in the hand by a pitch today. Was it today or yesterday? I, I think it was today. And so a fractured hand, I mean, when you're an infielder and a batter, especially as a batter, fractured hand is you're going to have to wait for that bad boy to recoup. He is clearly the I, – I think he is clearly the leader of that team, correct? Is is that the fair assessment? Uh, microphone on. Uh, Yeah, I would say so. Just like I mean, trying he's to think the of, vet. Trying to think of the adult in the room, so yeah. to say. And, uh, yeah, he's It's not vet. Tatis, I'll tell you that. Well – Maybe Bogey is also probably probably a little bit a part of that. Hey, Tatis learned a lot. Yeah, you I, could I, say that uh, what he lacks in baseball experience, he's gained in life experience. Yeah, okay. so is John Morant. Um, so I'm I'm curious, <laughs> like, you know, Machado. I I think the Padres, <clears throat> as as I spent almost all off season, as they just kept acquiring shortstops, the Padres are probably in the best position to overcome this. Right, because they have a plethora. They got a plethora stops. of guys. You can bring Tatis back from the outfield and either play him at third or hell, move him back to short, and you can play Bogarts at 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 third. I think Bogey is good enough defensively. You can play him anywhere, anywhere on the field. So, but they're going to definitely miss his bat. I mean, he he's a contact hitter now. He does have still have a little bit of power, but that guy's really smart at the plate, and they're going to miss that. But the Padres will be all right, correct? Um, well, I mean. 
Yeah, maybe. But they're not all right right now when they had him. I mean, they are four games below 500. So this concerns you deeply? A little bit. I mean, when... Uh, What's a fractured hand? A month? Looking at maybe like, the All-Star break? The hardest thing to do is to overreact, but, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, with a small hand fracture, ugh, I mean, month and a half. So, I mean, yeah, maybe bring mind, it back after the All-Star break. It's May 17th. Out for a month, you're looking at the All-Star game. I'm going to give you some of these uh, run totals that they've put up over the last, like, week and a half. Uh, three runs, four runs, four runs, zero runs, two runs, two runs, three runs, four runs, six. Hey! Hey! Did two, they lose that game? Two runs, one run, and then they had some games before that. But that's a lot of... Uh, Tell bull- me they lost the six-run game. No, they won. That. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they are, uh, I think, <clears throat> two and eight, two and nine. They lost nine of their last 11 games. Oof. So, I mean, they're on a slide here, and then when you lose a leader, doesn't really make your uh, clubhouse feel good. Yeah, and Soto better figure something out real quick because that $450 million man who's going to hit the free agent market next year might not look like 450 mil. So, so Joe, I, I think you bring up a good point. I think if you're the Padres, yeah, you might be a little worried. Dude, and let's face it. like He's probably the most have, dependable guy, him and Bogarts. Well, they've spent a lot of money. A lot of money. Over the last couple of years. So, a lot like, of money in that team. I, I don't, and not just money, but prospects, too. This it, To them, it seems like a World Series or bust team with the amount of money and what they're trying to do there. I mean, if they don't make the NLCS, people are going to lose their mind. God, imagine if they don't even make the playoffs. I mean, again, very early. They're only four games below 500, but you just lost one of your leaders. But again, Bogarts, Tatis, Soto, bam. That's a great three to have. Like, hey, uh, again, uh, as you said, we'll be fine, but... Those three are better than most people's you, best three. But you've had those three. Right. And Manny Machado, and you're four games below 500. Your diamond, your diamond fifty back. right Your now. Diamondbacks, Joe. Your Diamondbacks. I don't know. I can't do a rattle, so I'll just hiss. I know. That rattle's really great. Um, The other one, if you flip over, is the the division that we said, if this is the team you can beat up the most, this is how you're going to win the division. Yet somehow they're in second place because the Phillies and the Mets are absolute dumpster fires. We spent a long time chastising the Cardinals for a couple weeks, paging New York Mets. Paging New York Mets. I know there's a little bit of injury in the starters, but like, yo, you guys ain't good. Hey, the game today was excellent. They walked off against the Rays. I watched most of that game. That was a very entertaining game, but that is not the single point of the season. The Miami Marlins are in second place in that division. And somehow, some some way, (laughs) they have, but they have been, there's been talk that like this team is trying to build. This team is. Got maybe one of the top three best pitchers in baseball, Cy Young winner of last year. He's got one of the most flashiest players in baseball in Jazz Chisholm. But now, stop me if you've heard this before, Jazz Chisholm is now on the DL for at least a month, maybe a month and a half. Now we're talking all-star break. How fast does this team slide? I think if you're Miami, and we talked about this in the offseason, you're maybe hoping you have that like Houston pop in 2015 where you're like a year ahead of schedule. But without Jazz, I mean, I think that's a you might as I think you might as well wave the flag right now. Start dumping them relievers. Start getting some prospects and pack it in now. Unless I'm just pooping all over them. No, I mean you're not. It's they kind of fall into that pirates category for me, where it's like, okay, this have this your is cute. This is cute. Have your fun now, but 
you put up barely any runs. You have a like you depend on your pitching. Right. You can't hit at all. And so I just feel that that is not sustainable over 162. Obviously, like I just unless they just start getting the bats to spark and it's funny because they have the batting title leader right now who's batting like 383. <laughs> still is batting like an amazing. But he's the only one. He's the only one right. doing anything. So I I mean it sucks to lose Jazz Chisholm because of the potential he has, but as you mentioned, it's like, you know, play a clip from a year or two or three years ago of us saying that. Yeah, and I think what's interesting if you're the Marlins too with with the Rays, who's who's you know, coming off a batting title and he's looking the part as well. I got him in a fantasy league and he is not a guaranteed starter every day for me because outside of getting on base and hitting, there ain't much going on there. You know, he's not a power hitter, which is fine. And you, and for a real baseball team, not a fantasy team, you got to have balance, but I'm starting to wonder as well as he is hitting, did Minnesota know what they were doing and getting rid of him? It's possible. Like, think about that. That guy could win back-to-back batting titles in opposite leagues. Yeah. And he was traded in the offseason. Everybody's like, wait, what? What? I don't see the White Sox dealing Tim Anderson. Pablo Lopez is pretty good, though. Pablo, Pablo Lopez, Lopez is, is pretty good. good, though. Well, I'm not watching much Marlins baseball, but but I doubt that Arise is getting on base in key situations for them. It's not like they're no, one of the it's a lot that, of yeah. it's a lot of Ichiro esque singles. Uh, no, and... no, that's actually a oh, misnomer because oh, Ichiro, no. buddy, oh, he no. got on base in key situations. Bear. Ichiro hit a lot of leadoff homers when it was important. Ichiro molded himself to the situation and did what it called for. I mean, infield single, bunt single, spray somewhere where where the guys <laughs> are. We did like, it. You, 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 come on, man. Ichiro. You compared him to Ichiro. Dude. A lot of singles. Ichiro's one of the greatest hitters of all time. Ichiro could have won the home run derby. I doubt Arias. If he wanted to, he could have. Arias, you, you just said he's not a home run hitter. There were, And it's not just me saying it. Go Google Ichiro home run derby. There were calls for him to do it for years. And he even said, there's a quote, yeah, I could hit 30 home because runs. cute. But <laughs> I would be hitting 260. Let's see him hit eight or nine of them and give him his uh, tip of the cap and then send him on for New York a couple years or wherever the hell he went. Come uh, on. The, the opposite side of this is a team that's actually still playing pretty well, despite the fact that I have zero faith in them, and that is the Texas Rangers. Um, they are still playing oh, really no. well right now, and they just got their all-star money-making shortstop back today. Who who went? Uh, last I saw, he was 0 for 3, so I don't know how he finished the game. But they're still three games up in the American League West over Houston uh, with a run differential of 88. So they're hitting the ball, and they haven't had him for a month. I mean, what what's what's the bigger deal? Manny Machado out for a struggling Padres or Corey Seager coming back for a surging Texas? Uh, ooh, that's a great one because I, I it's it like it, what what situation? It's not almost like a which one is worse or which one is better. It's like what's the bigger deal? Yeah, yeah. I would have to say that the Rangers getting Seager back is a bigger deal. Mm, yeah. I, that that is so tough because as soon as I start thinking about it, I'm like I don't know the Padres are in a bad spot right, right now and that's a lot of money in Machado yeah but then again it's the Rangers it's a lot of money a lot in Seager in <clears throat> that entire team World Series right? MVP Corey yeah. Seager I think it's a bigger deal to get Seager back especially that the way they're playing like Adolis Garcia man I had him in that uh, fantasy league a couple years ago mm. he raked 
two years ago. He's been a great player his whole career, but he is playing some great baseball right yeah. now. And and with DeGrom still hurt and still out, um, they're they are missing their ace and they're still staying afloat, keeping the Astros off, who have been playing better and Altuve's right around the corner. Uh I think it's huge for Texas yeah. because if Corey Seager can come in and boost that offense even more and they can stave this off and, in theory, get a healthy DeGrom back, I might have to eat some crow on this Texas Rangers team. This might be potentially a three- to four-team race in the American League West where I thought it was easily a two-team. Well, there was, I don't know if it was two, three weeks ago where we were trying to think of what we wanted to talk about and then we were at the like one-month mark, and I was like, Rangers are good. Like we might have Rangers to, are good, and, I, and then we were like, you know what? Give it a couple weeks. Let's see. But at this point, they'll I think, Pittsburgh pirate it and drop off. But at this point, man, I think we can say that Rangers are good. I think we can say the Rangers are good. All right, when we come back, it's everybody's favorite, fair or foul, right here on the hot corner. But first, my man Jordan with sports. is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite, Fair or Foul, where our fantastic producer tries to stump us on some stuff, and you can't stump me. It's Giannis and then Jimmy. That's that's my rank right now. He is unstumpable. So without further ado, we will pass it off to said fantastic producer, Mr. Jordan Schultz. Thank you very much, sir. Good thing it's not a uh, basketball show then, right? Guess uh, no stump of the master there. I think I got four good ones, though. Actually, a couple of funny ones even included today. I was watching that. Uh, I like to laugh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Yankees, uh, Diego Herman, him getting ejected just uh, brought something to my mind. That'll be our last uh, fair or foul subject. But we start with a couple of terrible teams. Actually, both in the American League, the Cleveland Guardians, fair or foul, are actually worse than the Oakland A's. Fair or foul, the Cleveland Guardians are actually worse than the Oakland A's. Like, not record or just in general? Just like, which team would you rather root, or would you rather believe in? Yeah, I mean, obviously the Guardians have a better record than the A's, but A's aren't as good are as good which way do you lean guardians are worse than the a's fair or foul i mean the a's have to be one of the worst teams i have ever seen ever seen um, they had two thousand people at the ballpark the other day i'm still pissed cool. that i did not take their uh the under in their win loss total yeah to start dude, the year. I I, that will be <clears throat> one that i am just i, w- I wish i wish i could have gone back and hammered that I know. absolutely it's, hammered that i brought it up on this damn show their their win total was it was set at like 59 and a half and they're on pace for like 41 wins um i go uh foul or uh say it again word it for me jordan i think you're you're saying what you want to say the cleveland guardians are actually worse than the oakland a's so you're saying that the a's do suck and that that is foul oh foul a's suck way worse than the guardians uh, this is really easy for me. I think the answer is foul, too. And taking the bias cap off uh, as somebody who still does follow that team a little bit, um, it has to be foul simply because Shane Bieber, Aaron Savale, uh, Zach Plesak, Tristan McKenzie, Josh Allen, like their starting rotation 
is some of the best starting rotation in all of baseball. Emmanuel Classe is the best closer in baseball. And Jose Ramirez is the most underrated player in baseball of the last five years. So just because of that, not to mention Terry Francona is the best manager in baseball. Just those names alone, I don't care. Bieber can go out and get shelled seven starts in a row. Jose Ramirez can bat zero for the next month. Cleveland is better than Oakland. I will say this, though, is that it is not offense that is Oakland's problem. Well, it is offense that is their problem. They've scored the fifth least amount of runs in all of baseball. But uh, the Guardians have only scored 147 to Oakland A's 173. Oh, it's it's a Cleveland. It's a Cleveland issue for the better part of two decades. Basically, want... once Man Ram and Tomei left, hitting has been an issue in Cleveland. Do you want to hear the runs scored against difference? Runs <laughs> against? Uh, yes. Guardians, 180 runs against. Oof. The Athletics, 334 runs against. I think you got a pitching problem. Oh, my God. That is, I think, 111 runs, 110 runs worse than the next closest team. I mean, uh, 80, I, 80. I think Cleveland still has a chance to make the playoffs. I don't think Oakland has a chance to win 60 games. Again, they're not going to. I guarantee it. Yeah, foul. All right. Well, I, ca- I thought this was fair, but it's obviously up for debate. Uh, Joe figured it out. Cleveland pretty much worse in nearly every offensive category stat-wise. Uh, uh, than Cleveland, or excuse me, Cleveland is worse in nearly every offensive category than Oakland is, except wins. Essentially, 19 to 10 is the comparison there. So you got Cleveland with 19 wins, leaning on that pitching staff, but absolutely atrocious. They got 30 less hits than the Oakland A's. Their OPS is way below, near the bottom of the barrel. So I get it. I understand what you're saying about, you know, Beaver not being awesome for however long and it not mattering. But dude, but Jose Ramirez and Andreas right Jimenez both made the all-star team last year. Dude, but Jimenez Jose. started. Name three hitters for Oakland. I get it. Rooker's one of them, but... Jose's not this mashing this year. No, he's not. He no. had like... 11 home runs by this point. No one's year. mashing. They're, they're, they're at the bottom of the barrel with 23 homers, four behind the Nationals. Yeah, that team's uh, bad, too. Yeah, not wrong. All right, so nice one up for debate there. I kind of wanted to give you guys maybe a little bit more. Josh of, Bell sucks, too, which is unfortunate. Sucks. That yeah. has been Huge very prospect. unfortunate. Huge prospect. He, he was sucks. like their big offseason acquisition, right? Yeah, yeah. their only yeah. offseason acquisition. <laughs> Well, hey, join me as a Mariners fan. Um, Anyways, let's move on here. Story number two, fair or foul. The Pittsburgh Pirates are currently leading the league in stolen bases at 50. So fair or foul, they have already surpassed the stolen base totals of the four lowest ranking teams from the entire 2022 season. Fair or foul? Surpassed the lowest three Ranking the lowest teams, four. Lowest four in the 2022 season. Entire. Yes. So we're two months in. Yeah. Pirates are at 50. Okay. And fair or foul, they have more stolen bases than four teams Last in the entire season. 2022 gotcha. season. Okay. Um, I'm gonna. I'll unfold this. I'll un- un- unwrap this gift that has been placed before me. Um, stolen bases are down in general. I mean, they have been for decades, basically since Ricky and Juan Pierre and. Kenny Lofton, basically once all those guys kind of got out of the league, you know, A-Rod stopped 40 for 40 and Bond stopped 40 for 40, all that kind of stuff. Stolen bases have gone down. Now the bags are bigger. The intention was to increase, you know, uh, more action on the base path. But what really get, the reason I'm going to say fair 
is when you're a team like Pittsburgh, who should be bad, yet you're off to a start that's not terrible. I mean, they're in second in the Central. They were the best team in baseball, quote-unquote, record-wise for a while. The only way you can win those games, and this is how Cleveland gets into the playoffs and gets to the World Series and stuff, is it's those little small ball dynamics. I don't know if this is fair, but I'd be more willing to bet that it's fair because this is how bad teams actually win games. It's doing the little things. Yep. Uh, Orioles are a perfect example of this last year. I believe that if they didn't lead the league, they were close near the top last year. And, and they were damn near in the playoffs. Yeah, it's just, dude, like when you... Scraping a run here and there. When your team is not good uh, as far as hitting and getting on base, you got to take advantage of the times that you are on base. They call it manufacturing runs. Yes, yes what a yeah, concept, sure. right? Uh, but I don't know. I like my guys to either just strike out or hit home runs, quite honestly. <laughs> I mean, I'm a big fan. I'm gonna go Anything f- is possible! I'm going to go fair on this. Nailed uh, it. Because, yeah, I feel like 50 for the bottom four teams, like... Doesn't that, shock me. Yeah. I mean, I think there's teams that finish the year with 30 stolen bases. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you are correct about one. All right, so that was fair, you guys. Good job. Yes, the Pirates leading the league at 50 total stolen bases just a couple of months into the 2023 season have more stolen bases than the 2022 teams, the Padres at 49, the Tigers at 47, the Rockies at 45, and the Twins at 38. Boom. The entire 30, season. God, That's uh, insane sad. to me. I know that's like it what, is sad. For thirty-eight, what's the uh, Padres? You should be ashamed. Of what's yourself. that? Quick, quick math. That's a quick stolen math. base every four games. About yeah. essentially for the yeah for those oh. four teams. Oof, oof. I wow, that's unacceptable. I agree. <laughs> that is can't unacceptable. Happen. Can't coach them. <laughs> can't do it. We 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 can't risk the possibility of scoring a run. You're gonna have two guys strike out anyways, jackass. Take and a that, chance. And that's not a matter of like, oh, dude, we just get caught all the time. Like no. your MLB players, that's because your manager is not sending. We you don't want to run. And yeah. Yachty retired. You're good. We're wussies. All right. Wilson Contreras plays in the outfield. <laughs> All right. Fair foul number three. Future Hall of Famer Miguel Cabrera needs to be designated for assignment by the Detroit Tigers immediately. Fair or foul? Future Hall of Famer Miguel Cabrera needs to be designated for assignment by the Detroit Tigers immediately. So you are asking me. If Miguel Cabrera, a triple crown winner, the first since Carl's yes, Carl Yastrzemski, an MVP, 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, should be DFA'd, no. This is foul. And here's the reason why. First of all, look at what Albert Pujols did. That was pretty cool last year, huh? He'd been bad for years. And that was pretty cool when he went to St. Louis and... Kind of had a big stretch at the end of the year. Fun little run in L.A. The biggest reason why this is foul is because the Tigers are terrible. I don't care that they're in second place in the worst division in baseball. Like, this team is so bad that the only reason we're not talking how bad this team is is because the Oakland A's exist. Miggy Cabrera, (laughs) sure, he he can lose a sprint with Rich Hill. Fine. That's good television. That's like the human drumstick hitting a dinger for the Mets. I love Bartolo Colon. Hall of Famer, in my opinion. You're Miggy. You're Detroit. You have nothing. You better have 35 more Miguel Cabrera bobblehead nights for the rest of the year. You do not DFA Miggy Cabrera. Maybe one of the top five greatest players in Tiger history. And I'm talking one of the longest-running 
tenured franchises in Major League Baseball history. Ty Cobb played for the Detroit Tigers. And Miggy is on that list. No, you don't DFA him. No way. Um, listen, uh, Jordan, I know your heart was in the right place because, dear God, he is awful. He's bad. Year. He's bad. I mean, he's been bad for. He was bad last year, too. He's been bad. And, and the year before. Like, and he can't no play the news. field anymore. He, he, no new well, news. Actually, I mean, can't play hey, defense. He tw- can't even do it. 2021? Okay, yeah. 2021, he batted uh, 256. So. Yeah, that's pretty good for him lately. Um, yeah, you can't do that to Miguel Cabrera. I mean, and yeah, to this point, it's not like what? Let's bring up a young guy and get a roster spot for someone else because we're such a uh, scrappy team that's right in the thick of things. No, no. Keep this dude just on in there to be a clubhouse, show the young guys how to be a professional. Um, but no, but I hear what you're saying, Jordan. He's trash. Like He's awful. Dude's had 78 at bats and he hasn't hit a home run. He's batting under 200. It's it's um, it lost, is sad to see. He guys lost to go Rich Hill way. in a foot race. It's sad to see guys go out this way. It really is. I mean, why don't we get Al Kaline out of the grave and then we can uh, just spend the rest of the Tiger season being all nostalgic. All right, guys, you say <clears throat> foul. 40 years old, can't play the field, limited to pinch hitting and DHing, 74 at bats. Yes, you're right. He's bad. A buck 89, zero homers, four RBIs, six walks. Yes. He's had an amazing career. However, he is eating up at bats. Hey, he yes, was an all-star last prospect. year. He was an all-star last year? Well, they got to send someone. Yeah, they got to send somebody. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Who wants to show up, though? I can't believe that Tigers fans have nothing better going on that they would <laughs> rather show up to watch Miguel Cabrera, a chubby Miggy, strike out Whoa. four times in a game. Two I- things. Two things. One, Miguel Cabrera's been chubby since he was 19 years old and won a World Series. Number two, if I was it's a Detroit not. Tiger fan, which I'd rather die than do because I absolutely despise that franchise, <laughs> I would have season tickets in a Miggy jersey every game. I watched Griffey strike out in his final season with that belly. 0 for 4, probably three weeks before and he you've drove off into the sunset. everything great he's ever done. I'm not saying that, but what I, what I say to myself is, what a horrible ass way to go out for such an amazing person. You're right. Willie Mays is overrated because the Mets years were just trash. <laughs> not as bad as this, dude. It, not it, as bad as this. It, like I said, it does suck to see this, and I see where Jordan is saying, um, you know, any other player that was playing like this, yeah, his ass gone. But uh, it's just heartbreaking, man. The guy I've I've first watched triple him. crown since Carl's exactly. I think of him as greatness. He's past the time to hang it up unless he does pull a Pujols at the end of the year. Two World Series appearances. The guy that is possible, but he's not close to seven hundred. There's plus no magic. He, plus, there. he makes thirty-two mil a year. Like well, you duh. gotta put him out there. Duh. All right, fair or foul? Number four. Uh, this came up because I was watching Diego Herman getting ejected. Did not realize he wore number zero. For the Yankees. Sent me into a tangent uh, as I was prepping the show. So fair or foul, the New York Yankees have too many retired numbers. Fair or foul, they got 21 <laughs> retired numbers with 22 players holding those retired numbers. Actually, technically <clears throat> three managers on that list, which we can get into that. But fair or foul, the Yankees have too many retired numbers. So, and Domingo Herman wears uh, zero, which zero. is stupid. So there's for a technically a hundred numbers for them to wear. Hundred one because he got double zero. That's true. Okay, so hundred one. You said there's twenty one. Yes, twenty. Yeah, twenty one <clears throat> numbers. So are that off, leaves off the table. Eighty numbers. That ratio is what? That's like four to one, right? If Pretty I'm doing math. my math right there. Quick math. 
Yeah, quick, quick moff. Um, that's pretty ridiculous. I don't know. Is it though? What are some other teams? I mean, I feel like the Lakers might have a lot, but uh, when you have <clears throat> greatness, that is the New York Yankees. I don't know why I went Bill Walton in baseball there, but yeah, that's probably too high. I go fair. Twenty-one. I mean, you're gonna run out of numbers soon. Uh, I'm going to say foul, and that's because it's the people who are retired. These are the ones I can tell you off the top of my head. Number one is Billy Martin. Number two is Derek Jeter. Three is Ruth. Four is Garrick. Five is DiMaggio. So six, no one gets a single-digit number? Six, no. Six is, six is Joe Torre because DiMaggio wouldn't let Mantle have it. Number seven is Mantle. Eight is Yogi. Nine is Maris. Thurman Munson is okay. 30-something, and Mo Rivera no, is 42. 15. 15, and Mo Rivera is 42. There you go. Nailed it. No, it's because those guys are absolute legends Good of the game. Them. You don't got to retire every jersey number. I know, but all those guys are legends. Mm, yes. It's not like Harden being retired at the strip club. Like, well, you, these guys are legends. I would appreciate starting to see more like 70s and 80s on jersey numbers. Judge though. is 99. Like Dennis Rodman, that, that's what I appreciated about him, throwing a 91 in there, and then he tried to go 69 at one point. <laughs> pretty sure Clint Frazier, uh, now pretty much not in the league, but was 77 for the Yankees, trying to trying to do that double you know digit. I rescind my fair, and uh, I say foul, because I want to see more players with numbers in the above uh, 60 linemen numbers? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> all right, well, I know we got to get out of here. Oh, but, dear God. But 1 to 10, all taken for, and I just think that they this is fair because they essentially have... Almost no choices other than like <laughs> fifth, like eleven through fourteen, and then eighteen and nineteen and seventeen. Uh, no, sorry, you can't take seventeen because Aaron Boone is seventeen. You have no choices Aaron for your Boone's star players. Not retired. No, it's not. But he's currently. Oh, currently you can't wear that 17. because he's wearing it. So if you're coming in as a star player, good luck. I'm sure Whitey Ford's retired. Don Larson's retired. But when you got three Reggie managers Jackson. on the list, including I'm sorry, but Bill Dickey shouldn't have his number eight retired. Well, he's only got seven World Series. Uh, he was one of nine players. I, I mean. It kind of goes into Portland Trailblazers' run when you're starting to, like, retire. Yeah, he had a great two seasons, but Bobby Gross, really his 30 needed to be retired along with Terry Porter? No. And there's fair or foul? That is fair or foul. We have to go. Jordan is lit up. Let's get out of here and end this bad boy. The Hot Corner, today the fan. It's always baseball season. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Fisher on 1080 The Fan. All right, we're going to wrap this bad boy up. We are off next week as I am getting ready to go out of town. And, Joe, you've got something going on, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go uh, play some golf. <laughs> I have a. It's actually business-related. I was told... I was demanded, actually not really, I was offered the opportunity to play golf, a uh, cool opportunity on Wednesday. So. Yeah, with your with your alumni, and that that's your squad. If if yeah. Wazoo came and called me, I'd be there in a heartbeat. Yeah, stay tuned. There will be a few more details. I'll put some stuff on social medias, at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. Um, it'll be next Wednesday, but it's, uh, it'll be some cool duck stuff. Golf um, stuff. Joe Yay. just told me in the last six years, Miguel Cabrera has hit less than 50 home runs and made over $180 million. 45 home runs, six seasons, $184 million uh, from 2018 to 2023. So. Still an all-star, baby. The, Dominic the Dominican is going to look so sick well, when he retires. Hey, you know what? Actually, take a few million away because of that prorated 2020 COVID. Uh, so, right, the, right, hey, right. the guy's hurting, okay? He's hurting. He's hurting. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. 
Uh, thanks for sticking around. Enjoy the NBA NBA playoffs. I'm going to enjoy them, too. For Joe Fisher and Jordan Schultz behind the glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Let's go. Anything is possible. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.